Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You bet against the metal hammer of doom and you're gonna lose. That's right. This is the metal hammer of doom. And I am your very excited host, the mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge. And tonight, we are reviewing Strong Island Zone, Stray from the Path. Only death is real, baby dolls. And the gang's all here. Hey, hey, the gang's all here. We got the first and the second chairs tonight. Of course, uh, my co-host with the most has been doing this with me since the beginning. Finally on a working schedule where we can actually do a podcast consistently. Mr. Robert Cooper, how do you do, sir? I do a lot better than my direct TV box right now. It's just not turning on. Why? Uh... I don't feel it's like a, I have your phone. It's a true national tragedy, sir. Mark. <laughs> why it's, why it's a true are you national watching tragedy. TV? You're, you are supposed to be metal faithful. You are supposed to be 100% committed to this podcast. What are you watching on direct well, TV that, that you're distracted? I was going to watch a, a 1920s silent film called The Monster. Thank you, Turner uh-huh. Classic Movies. Well, I mean, you could watch it. Silent. <laughs> I mean, I used to make fun of my dad for watching it. Now I'm like, oh, hello there, foreign silent films. All right, let, let's turn away from Frenchie for a moment, and let's uh, let, let's bring on the disapproving dad, the host of source material in his own right, Mr. Jesse Starcher. Break, motherfucker. I swear. 
You know what would have been nice was to have a break from a three-hour fucking banquet that I had to sit through <laughs> five minutes ago. I finally get home. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you what. I've never been so thankful for everybody finally getting thanked and me being able to get the hell out of there. Yes, I did have some Kentucky Fried <laughs> Chicken, but that did not make me feel comfortable sitting in a chair in a cafeteria at a middle school for three hours. So thank you very much. I'm ready to talk about Strong Island. Mark, that's your old stomping ground, yeah. isn't it? That goddamn right. Born and raised. Born and bred. I was born on Strong Island, New York. Uh, grew up the first part of my life in Uniondale in the all-black neighborhood. And then I moved to the all-white neighborhood but talked like a black kid and then got made fun of. And then I stopped talking like a black kid, and then everybody else started talking like black people. What the fuck? <laughs> and then you're like, people, pick one. Trendsetter. <laughs> I, I believe that is exactly what I said. I was just like, motherfuckers. I was down before all any of y'all. Because I grew up in the mean streets of Long Island. See, there's a friend of mine who, if he heard me saying, that would be throwing things at me right now. The mean streets of Long Island where everybody talks like black people. <laughs> exactly. Uniondale in the hood. Um, all right. It's enough about my stupid past. Uh, we're talking straight from the past tonight. Only death is real. Let me go over to Robert Cooper here because I know how much he loves the metalcore. Are you excited about this, sir? Uh, <laughs> you're, you're like your first show back. You missed Marilyn Manson. You missed Cradle of Phil. Your first show back is yes. straight from the path. How do you feel, sir? You, you know, I wasn't super de duper excited coming in. I was like, well, yeah, you know, uh, this is going to, uh, we'll see how this is. And the, I looked at like the song links. I'm like, you know, uh, it's just not a, there's a lot of short songs. I'm like, great, this is going to be a real uh, hardcore tension metalcore album. And you know what? After listening to this album, I really liked it. Uh, the vocals gave a real uh, Rage Against the Machine vibe to them. There's a lot of Zach De La Roca worship in here. And, uh, I mean, it was politically charged, which is I'm really not all that surprised. Uh, and we get reference to an Adam Sandler film. So I'm really <laughs> hoping that in our next this few hours be great. we're going to get references <laughs> to movies like, uh, you know, like Click, uh, Jack and Jill, uh, the ridiculous punch six, drunk love. Seven, no, I yeah, here's the thing. Drunk, well, punch drunk love I, is a classic. Uh, I don't think people. he's punch drunk. I no, 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 no. I don't think he's shooting for Adam Sandler flicks. I honestly think it's something to do with game show hosts. I uh, Adam Sandler just <laughs> happens to be caught in a crossfire. Can I just in go ahead and say a, before this goes any further? Between the New York metalcore band, <laughs> punch drunk love yes, sucks. Okay. I, you do not like Punch Drunk like Love. The worst movie ever. No, it's horrible. No, never seen it. The worst movie ever is Marmaduke. Ooh. It never seen that one either. The same plot as Mean Girls, Mark Radlich. The same plot as Mean Girls. Oh my. Oh my. Interesting. All right, Jesse. What do you now? Have you ever heard of Stray from the Past before? I mean, I know I I brought them up on our. Um, our uh, best of show last year where, you know, you guys were picking songs that we had already heard. I picked songs that we never got to from 2016. 
And one of those was The House Always Wins, which was actually released on Election Day. Uh, and, that, you know, I, I very that was one of my favorite songs that we never had a chance to cover. What was your thoughts here uh, on Stray from the Path? Well, I had no idea what I was getting into. Uh, I just know that right out the gate, I was extremely pleased compared to what I was subjected to the last two weeks uh, with <laughs> Marilyn Manson and fucking Cradle of Filth. So you didn't like Cradle of Filth? Oh, Cooper, I would have traded places with you in a heartbeat, probably. Uh, it was not <laughs> my thing. No, sir. Oh. We, but let me tell you, is- it was a very educational episode, right, Mark Radlich? Yeah, I was actually telling my wife that I'm like eight tenth Satanist, right, Melissa? <laughs> yep, she's nodding <laughs> <Yeah>. her head. <laughs> That's right. You missed it, Coop. Last week when we were talking Marilyn Manson, I went through the eleven principles of Satanism, and. <laughs> Mark Radlich is a majority Satanist. Yeah. Hmm. For very reasonable uh, tenets of Satanism. This kind of makes me feel like that time my uh, buddy was given a sociopath test, and he scored very well. And then our other friend, (laughs) who was like, let me see. And then he's like, hey, guys, I'm high, too. I was like, yeah, Josh, we knew you were a fucking sociopath. (laughs) Some people None you just of this know. is news. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, I um I discovered Stray from the Path last year. Sirius Satellite Radio was playing The House Always Wins. I became obsessed with that song. I think it's just the greatest thing ever. So I was very excited to hear more from this band, Stray from the Path. Then I got real then I got super excited when I found out they were from Long Island. I'm like, oh, hometown boys. So I'm happy to throw some of uh, the much vaunted and ballyhooed uh, metal hammer of doom attention their way, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> yes, sir. <clears throat> <laughs> so we'll we'll go ahead and get into this tonight. Uh, here we go. Now this first one here, I, I you know it's it's kind of an, just an intro to the album. It's only a minute and thirty seconds. It's kind of a song, but not really. It depends on how you look at it. It's the opening move. Throughout this album In fact the, the last song Only Death Is Real I believe that they get into Don't Hate the Player Hate the Game Again Let's just go ahead and, and plow forward here And then we'll go back And talk about both of them This is the first full song On the album This is 
loudest in the room. mentioned before there were shades of range against the machine in here and that is the <laughs> just now saw what you posted um and that uh definitely rings true here i was before robert said it i was actually thinking that on the way home as i was listening to this album there's definitely a lot of call outs to rage against the machine in the styling of this album uh so what do you think of these first two tracks there mr cooper uh First track, uh, first track I wasn't like super duper. I'm um, impressed with at first. I, th- I thought it was solid. It, it definitely, uh, it definitely excited me more than I thought it would. Again, that's actually a lot of this album because uh, I heard because the occasional snippet that I heard before that and just kind of looking like oh straight from the path. That sounds like a good old core band. Can't wait. Uh, but then uh, once we get the <laughs> second song. The second song, I really felt like uh, kind of made me realize, like, okay, this is this is a lot more of a hardcore band than a uh, – well, this is more of the core than the metal, if that makes sense. It has a lot more of that hardcore feeling, uh, and I really feel like it uh, It kind of reminds me of some of the more – I guess maybe just because of the political content, just a lot of your more uh, – some of the, the occasional straight-edge metal band uh, – core not metal band, core band uh, – well, Minor Threat on occasion. I enjoyed Minor Threat. Back when I used to be like, yeah, guys, I'm straight edge, yeah. And then uh, my mom demanded I take that uh, straight edge stuff off my MySpace because she thought they were all skinheads. <laughs> Ain't that something? <laughs> Not... <laughs> nope. <laughs> yep, Speaking she, uh, of Adam Googled Stanley, your mom, is, your mom is a living embodiment of the, the all, they're all going to laugh at you bit. They're all going <laughs> to laugh at you. <laughs> yeah, she, she googled it and she's like, "Straight edge. That's a bunch of. Those are a bunch of a uh, skinhead. You need to get. I don't want any of that on your MySpace. Yeah, my MySpace man. That was uh, that was the shit. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I know have a you girl ever... who won't get a who. There's two reasons she doesn't have a Facebook page. The first reason is she just never 
migrated from MySpace to Facebook for some strange reason. But the other one was she was telling me that she didn't know that you can't threaten people on Facebook page and not end up in jail. And apparently when she was a kid, she threatened some girl on Facebook and took a trip to the juvenile detention center. So that's the other reason she doesn't have a Facebook page. Oh, I find well. hilarious. <laughs> because she uh, couldn't stop doing trashy shit like threatening to kill people over Facebook. Uh, apparently she was defending herself. That's her story and she's sticking to it. Right, 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 right. Uh-huh. And uh, I am the Pope. <laughs> Pope uh, D'Angelo well, De Niro. All right, right, Jesse, do your thing. What did what, you think? Uh, no, I, I just wanted to say that I had no idea, had no clue what I was getting into when when this album started. The, you know, usually you throw a band our way, what we're going to cover next week. I I pop it in, usually don't do any research before listening. So... I had no idea what to expect, and you do get a taste of what these guys are all about right here at the beginning. It's politics, and it's in your face, and it's aggression. So be ready, because the next song we're going to get into is probably <laughs> it's probably one of the most aggressive songs I've heard all year. All right, and that's uh, I couldn't do a better intro myself, so let's do it. This is one of their uh, singles from the album that got them in trouble with uh, right-wing groups due to its lyrics. This is Good Night, Alt Right. This song's about punching Nazis. That's right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just beautiful. Just turning out and not turning the lights out on Nazis. That's what that song uh, is all about. You just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> uh, Jesse, I'll let you. I'll go to you first. Isn't that a great oh, song? I mean, dude, 
I'll tell you. Can can you just? I just want you to picture something really quick before I I let you talk. Yeah. On tour, coming to a town near you, fucking up shit. The fucking up shit 2017 tour. Stray from the path. Profits of rage. Body count. Come on. Can can we get this tour going? Let's, and, let's just get the most blunt fucking idiots on stage yelling at us. Can we do that? It's funny because I think body count might be one of the more, I don't know, conservative of the two, of the three bands that you put on that <laughs> tour. <laughs> Drones. <laughs> Drones. No, that's fly over. <laughs> the, they the, fly the, over. The first... They fly over. The, the, oh, the first wow. concert's going to get like blown up by drones. Just you watch. <laughs> oh, man. This song right here, though, uh, man. Man, when I first heard it, I was like, "They are they really? They are? They're singing about punching Nazis. And now, if you were on Facebook at any point in time here, at least within the last five, six months, I mean, you saw a Nazi getting punched, either it be a video or a meme in some way, some gif that just popped up randomly. And boy, oh boy, do these guys, ah, it's so wonderful to hear them sing about it too. It's a great song. I really do love the, I, I, I really do love the momentum and the uh, just in your face uh, mentality this song takes. Uh, so I, I'm a fan of this one. This really pleased me when I heard it. I was like, oh man, these guys are, these guys are good. Now the thing is, is that, I may give him a little bit too much credit uh, because early in the album, but we'll get to that as we go on. I'll turn it over to you, Coop. This song gave me P.O.D. vibes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? Before you say another word, I just want you to know I, I really dig P.O.D. I like their stuff. I haven't listened to enough of them as since I've become like a real metalhead to make judgments on them. I used to enjoy them uh, back in middle school when I, uh, you know, had an affinity for Jesus music on occasion. Not like any, like, <laughs> real... I mean, I love Switchfoot and shit. And I went to a Baptist church. God bless me. God, I wish that church <laughs> would burn down. Whoa. Oh, word. my. With, well, what, I mean... What, 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 during the burning churches? Episode. <laughs> what the well, hell? I mean, How did we... <laughs> How did we get here? Well, well, the reason why is because they uh, they were more uh, they were more concerned with preaching about politics. You know, when your whole Sunday school was about how to survive Obama's economic hell. Yeah. Mm, I think you should lose oh, that tax exempt status. Just saying. Yeah, that was their favorite thing to do was politics. Which so they're like, mm, yeah, you guys suck. They they suck. So yeah, that's why I get old, and I work right across the street from them, so I get to see that place every day. Oh my God, I hate you fuckers! But yeah, uh, and if it burns down, you are now. And if it burns down, you are now the number one suspect. I just want you to know that See all much. thirty I've people listening to this podcast people. will know. Oh, I've said to people in person, I'm like, yeah, that church over there. God, I want it to burn down. And so, like, there you go. There's multiple people that uh, can be like, yep, yeah, there you go. But yeah, I mean, this song, fucking, fucking awesome. Nice groove to it. Uh, really good message about punching fucking Nazis. Now, if you don't like love them, is this the one? I don't know. There's one song about the melting pot. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. I'm like, ah, I love that. I, just, <laughs> I love that little 
<laughs> I love the twist on that. You know, the usual America love it or leave it sort of thing. I get really tired of that fucking adage. Eh, All right, I don't know. Let's go, let's go ahead and move on to Jesse Starch's favorite song off of this, uh, mm-hmm. right <laughs> from the land of game shows. This is "Let's Make a Deal." Everything has its price, but the price is wrong, bitch. Everything has its price, but the price is wrong, bitch. Too bad. Keeps up the same level of aggression. Uh, doesn't quite have the the beat and the swing of uh, Good Night All Right, but still good. Still, uh, still definitely getting that Rage Against <laughs> the, the Machine vibe. The, the beat and the swing of a song about punching Nazis. Good one, Mark. Totally <laughs> unintentional, but a good one nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly did not do that on purpose. Look at me punning about. <laughs> And the beat and the swing of a former hockey player beating the shit, getting to a fight with Bob Barker. Oh, tying it all together, Robert Cooper. Boom. Speaking of hockey, damn, I'm good. Melissa and I have been sending each other um, sexual innuendo uh, emojis. So, like, (laughs) that's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) She sent me a cucumber. I sent her a taco. I, I sent her a hot dog and a taco. She's <laughs> and then I was like, maybe that's not maybe that's not subtle enough. So I sent her two tennis balls and a hockey stick. And then uh, <laughs> she so she sent me back a peeled banana. Oh, yeah? whoa! Oh no, she's gonna fucking skin your dick. <laughs> I don't think that's what she Did implied. I'm gonna ask her. No, I didn't think there is there is a there is a circumcision joke in here somewhere. 
<laughs> I'm already. Yeah, you should have I'm already. I don't want to know, Mark. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I, I no. am one of the chosen people. I have already gotten that business taken care of. I don't want to know. There's no recircum. There's no recircumcision. Just tape it back on. <laughs> no, yuck. <laughs> uh, Still got that's it in a, a dirty penis. That's a dirty <laughs> penis right been, there. Did you say you've got it? Somebody's got it a baggie? Oh, yeah. no. Like kept it that's around, the next you know? Episode, it's like on the, the next episode of Hoarders Buried Alive. How did we get uh, there's piles of dead cats, and dead cats buried under stuff, and then there's you know you come across uh, your bag, you your, your, fore, your foreskin. Even uh, worse, collect it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we're gonna beat that one. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, really. Then you make it halfway through the back, album. and I'm ready to end this podcast already. <laughs> God damn. Uh, okay, so, let, let me just say, hold on. Let's make a deal. My favorite song off the album, I hope they do like... And the next album is filled with like 10 more songs like that. So I, I really like this one. All right, Cooper? Every, everything's the devil to you, mama. <laughs> the devil? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, we, we're yeah. going to keep maybe uh, the next the next song... Song next Did album is gonna have an opera boobies. man reference. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be done in the uh, style of opera man. Op- wow, okay. that's a reach back. We have lost control of this podcast. Uh, let's move on to track five. They always take the guru. <laughs> starts a downward slide for me in some of these songs off this album I, this felt more like noise I, I, I was trying to figure out the message of it because again like I've said many times if I can put context to a song I might appreciate it a little bit more uh, all I know is I'm sure it's something to do with politics 
but I could not pick out what in the hell they were so mad about that they had to be screaming all the time. Yeah, the song was just, it was kind of repetitive. It was just kind of there. In terms of uh, musicianship, it's not really a there's not really a ton there. It's just kind of da 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 da. I mean, yeah. we've all kind of heard that. We've all heard that riff before. It's uh, it's a, it's an oldie but a goodie. Oh, I, I, hold on. I'm on Genius.com right now, and somebody put in here, this song is very clearly, I which, no, unfortunately it's not, but it, it says this song is very clearly written about the passing of Tom Searle, guitarist of the British metal band Architects and close friend of all the members of Stray From The Path. So is it Tom, it's either pronounced Tom Searle or Tom Surly. Surly, um, uh, yeah, I would Hang your head and cry. Sure. But, again, <laughs> I I don't know what happened. Someone left, I, to, someone left I, my I, cake out in the rain. Out in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to go back and revisit that. I forgot all about that song. How oh. could you? So I know, dude. <laughs> someone left a cat out in the rain. And someone left that cat out in the rain. <laughs> so wait, you guys have never heard Tom Dooley by the Kingston Trio? Hang down your head, no. Tom Dooley. Hang down your head and cry. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Poor boy, you're bound to die. No? I have now. No, I can't say. This isn't like that time in Goodwill where they played Dominic the Italian Christmas Donkey. <laughs> I know that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't make Jesse go grab the Kingston Trio's Tom Dooley. I, I do recommend you listen to it. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Hang down the your Dooley head, Amber of <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah, that one's kind of I can give or take it. Let's move on to uh, number six here. This is Plead the Fifth. <laughs> Yeah, I'm 
I didn't want to stop it. It's so good. That song is the best. <laughs> Welcome to the melting pot, motherfucker. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. Oh, how these many, guys are lyrical geniuses. How many songs on this album do you think are directly towards Trump? Uh, all of them. Okay. <laughs> I, would, I, I will definitely give you that one. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no mistaking, they're not huge fans. I mean, no, you know, they when we are get to the house always wins. They, they did not. They, they weren't like huge fans of Hillary either. This is definitely one of those groups where, you know, if we interviewed them, they would be going, oh, you know, everybody in the government sucks, and you know, we weren't huge fans of Hillary either. You know, it's just you, you can't trust anybody in the government. I mean, the, the, it's not like the House Always Wins was just about Republicans or whatever. It was basically yeah. no matter who you vote for, you're fucked. And there's no there's it, there's no getting around that. But uh, yeah. getting back to plead the fifth there, dude, I love the beat of that song. First of all, that, again, they, they really did like Rage Against the Machine may be gone. But their spirit lives on with this band, especially on this album. This is fucking great. I, I, I mean, if, if, they didn't ha- if the house always wins wasn't on this, Plead the Fifth would be my favorite song on here. I was, I was up, uh, that came on, I was up dancing around my living room. <laughs> and I've seen the man dance. <laughs> Coop, you can too at some point if you get on Messenger there. Check it out. Mark Rattle had shared a wonderful, wonderful video earlier. Uh, if you do it if you can do that while you're on the podcast, did you see it? No. Watch it. Just watch it when you get if you can bring it up, watch it while you're on the podcast, because I want a reaction. Alright. Uh yeah, I agree with you, Mark. This is a great this is a great song, um, but again, uh, I, I, I mean, I can't, I can't say much else other than, I mean, politically charged, coming at you, be ready. It is definitely so. politically charged. Coop, I don't, Cooper, I, I want to give you an opportunity to, to react to the little snippet of video I sent in Messenger. Can, you, can we do that before we hear the next song? Fuck. <laughs> There's audio too. Make sure you can hear it. Oh, oh, I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a send off. He looks like a turned turned away extra from uh, Flash <laughs> the way he's the way he's dancing. Oh my goodness! Uh, you just got knocked the fuck out, Cooper. <laughs> so let me explain that. Let me explain that really quick. What happened there was that I uh, I was running around I was running around the house just telling everybody to break themselves yo yo you break yourself motherfucker like my wife was my wife was in the kitchen um, making her lunch as she I should told be her, and, I, and 
and I and I yelled out to her. I said, "You'll break yourself, motherfucker!" And she went, "Okay." And <laughs> uh, I'm already taken, ladies. I just want to remind you of that. In any case, so. So I yell out to her like you'll break yourself and I and instead of like running into the living room and uh, running into the kitchen rather I did like an old man shuffle and I was raising my <laughs> fist in anger <laughs> And there was there, there was a lot of laughter uh, oh, a lot of laughter goodness. in the rattling house So <laughs> so I kept doing it because I can't let a joke just fucking die Oh, that's um, true. I do that at work now. It freaks everybody out. In any case. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so, I, so I, uh, I kept doing the joke, and I said to her, I'm like, you know who would think this is funny? Jesse. So I said, here, <laughs> record me doing it. Because I said to her, I want to be like a 90-year-old man. Shaking my cane at the at the kids in the neighborhood, yelling "Break yourself, motherfucker!" <sighs> oh, it's great stuff. Forever, forever etched in the memory of Messenger. Thank goodness. <laughs> Having a bad day. Yeah, I will be turning should, to that video. Somebody should make a ringtone out of it. <laughs> so, in, so, if you if you if you don't understand. That's me as an old, doing an impression of an old man waving his cane around, yelling, you'll break yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> the house always oh. wins. You bet against Wonderful. the house and you'll always lose. I bring, uh, I bring the joy here on the Metal Hammer of Doom. I just want everyone to know that. Truth. <laughs> and I bring really shitty right. puns. <laughs> no. Uh, they're so respected. Speaking of That's puns, true. let's like, go over to track seven here. Oh. This is Strange.
Jesse Starcher, Strange Fiction. Give it to me. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of this one. Uh, I don't know what it was that took me out of it. But I can tell you that it is definitely commendable that they have not slowed down. They have slowed. Slown, that's S-L-O-W-N. They have not slowed down the pace here with this album. I mean, they don't they don't take a back seat on any of these tracks. Uh, so that's probably the best thing they got going for them here is the fact they just keep the pace up. They keep blistering. Uh, now, as to what this song is about, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it's almost... I'm looking at the lyrics right now. I'm trying to pick it apart, and I... The only thing I can think of is that it's about his confusion as a person. I, I really don't know. I, I, I know one of the things that he says over and over is, is it's like I got the wrong pieces to this fucking puzzle. So I don't know if he's just having a hard time figuring out his place on earth or, you know, just having a hard life altogether. I have no idea. But because uh, he says another lapse in judgment, a lapse in time, have it become a moment in your mind. I. Uh, was it fucking worth it after all? You can tell that there's a lot of themes throughout the lyrics that it's like self, not self-loathing, but, you know, he's trying to figure out what's going on. And it's not working so well. Coop? I just thought this song was a song. It was there. It was a thing. Uh, I think uh, on the songs that I find less impressive on this album... I kind of see some of it. I chalk it up to the fact that the lyrics don't exactly, uh, I guess, enthrall me. And then you look at the music. I mean, a lot of hardcore music really does rely on sort of uh, intense repetition. Mm. Intensity. And repetition. Reputation? Repetition. Jesus, words. I got that bad reputation, I tell you. Yeah. So... This song is just kind of one of those. Uh, it had a lot of repeated lyrics. Uh, overall, the song itself just kind of kept repeating. And while I do think that allows for a lot of memorability in the songs, is memorability a word? I don't know. It, it was a memorable song at the fact. It, well, memorabilia yeah, is something totally different. Uh, <laughs> but is I don't know if I can uh, make look that. What I got from Disney. Look what I got from Disney World, did he? I got some memorability. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making Florida new man. words up. Uh, there you go. The whole time, but yeah, I mean, the, I'm just I got the wrong piece of the puzzle. You know, I'm probably going to be remembering that one for a while, but that's just to the fact that he just kept saying it over and over, over and over. Yes. And um, over and over and over and over hang down and your over. head, Tom Dooley. Hang down your head. Sorry. I did want to say that this was the first of the next, well, this track and the next two tracks all have guest vocalists. And at the end of this song is when Keith Buckley from, I, I, from what I saw, he's from Every Time I Die. Uh, he shows up at the end, and I thought it was the same vocalist, and all of a sudden he sounds totally different. I'm like, why the hell is he singing like this? Clearly, it's a different person. <laughs> Thanks, Detective. They should get They should get Tom Dooley on this album. Oh yes, please. <laughs> hey. Hang his head down low. That's right. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. All right. 
Moving right along, Footloose and Fancy Free. Uh, this is track eight as we start to wind down this album. This is A Hard Day's Night. No, this is All Day huh. and a Night. Identify with this one more, all right? And I'm going to read your verse one okay. here. I'm going to read your verse one. You tell me, you tell me what you think, all right? You give us your opinion, sir. I am, I am eight tenth Satanist. Go. <laughs> we we established that last podcast. Uh, now this one, all right. Here we go. Verse one, three strikes, twenty five to life, mandatory lean. Now I'm not I'm not saying that all these lyrics are absolutely correct. I'm completely reading them off Genius.com. Mandatory lean on either forgiving them or killing them. Public defender might as well surrender. I bet they don't remember who's a first-time offender. In and out like a homemade check. I think he said shank, but I want to say in and out like a homemade check. <laughs> That's what they're saying here. I heard, I heard, I heard check. Did you hear check? Okay. In and out like a homemade check. Send them back to the maximum security bank. Post the bail. Cut the deal. Another brick in the wall. Another spoke in the wheel. Mark Radlich, justice system opinion. Do you agree? Disagree? I uh, know. I agree. I, I get right. what he's. I get. I am picking up what he's putting down there. What did you think of it, Jesse? Oh well, the song kicks ass, man. I think it's a. It's it's another one of the brighter spots off this album, in my opinion. Rocks hard, and it's it's in your face again. Keeping up the pace. I'll rhyme something else with with it. <laughs> Coop. Keep it up the pace. It's a race. Save me. 
God, ma'am, please put down the maze. Nah, good one. Good one. <laughs> oh, boy. He made a rhyme and it like wasn't a time. been lit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently burning like Trump with his base. Boom. Oh, boo. Boo. Did you guys know that the Rattlitch and Broadcasting Network did at one time, I shouldn't say at one time, I, I can say that source material has had an anti-fascist on as a guest. Okay. Tell, tell, tell us about put, that. No, well, he's, he's our good friend, Dean Compton, from Compton After Dark, an unabashed anarchist. And when I hear this album, it really, really, really takes a restraint for me not to want to share it with <laughs> Is that bad? <laughs> I mean, uh, do, you, do you guys ever have that, like, oh, my gosh, this person would love this music? I mean that's that's common, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I. Yeah. Uh, this past weekend, one of the medical providers that I worked with, um, but I, I she works the opposite shift from me, but she she happened to have traded shifts with the person I normally work with, uh, and she was a lot more accepting of listening to whatever music I put on because the other one. It's like, oh, your music gives me a headache. All music gives me a headache. I am joyless. Um, well, no. Um, in any case. <laughs> I am barren in the womb. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so she's not, you know, so the person I worked with this weekend was like, yeah, man, play DJ. Whatever you want to put on to pass the time as long as it's not really busy. Uh, you know, I'll be more than happy. You know, you, so far what I've played for her, she's like. And, you know, like, I didn't play, like, a lot of heavy stuff for her. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I am in a work environment. I don't want to be like, yo, break, motherfucker, you know, while we're trying <laughs> to be patient. So I try to keep it civil. But, like, I played for her some Concrete Blonde and then some Jeanette Napolitano, who's the singer for Concrete Blonde, some of her solo stuff. And I played, like, Eve's Plum. And, and I kept it around that pace. And she really liked it. Um, and then I also played for her Clutch. Because that was a whole other oh. thing that was happening. Uh, yeah, I turned her on to Clutch, which she liked. Um, I played, yeah, I played first to some other stuff. But in any case, um, I'm all you know. Like part of it is I'm all about wanting to turn people on to music. I think what frustrates me is like I work with some girls who, you know, they've already decided what it is they're going to like and not like, and they won't give anything that I play for them a chance. Uh, though one of them in particular went out of her way to like play some stuff for me today, uh, because she was like, "Oh, you should you should listen to this. This is." But I think it's more of like, "You should listen to what I like, be, um, because I'm great." Like, um, okay, <laughs> it's like, okay, it has nothing to do. Yeah, it has nothing to do with wanting to like share music and you know, like I'm more in, like wanting to turn people on to things they might, you know that, that that I think they would like that they might not have ever come across before. Um, whereas she was just like, I'm, I'm awesome. Listen to whatever I like you, what you like is dumb. <laughs> so, and we all know those <laughs> kinds of people, right? You know what I'm talking about, Jesse? Oh yeah, absolutely. Robert Cooper, you know what I'm talking Sounds about. Sounds like a bitch. <laughs> okay, kid. I wouldn't call her a bitch. Um. Sounds like God, she really likes Florida Georgia line. 
Oh, no. She probably does. She probably does. Uh-huh. 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 Hey, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, th- this song reminded like, me, though, of, uh, lyrically, of Kick the Chair by Megadeth. I remember that Explain. song off of the system uh, of yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, it's on. been a while since I heard that one. Uh, pick a card from the menu, pick a sentence and defend you, and pay the uh, down payment called bail. Oh. Oh, this isn't for sale. Yeah, then, then kick the chair. He's wrote he's wrote a couple justice uh, related songs then, uh, because we all love the what's, what's the one off of uh, Countdown? Captive Honor. Yes. Your soul gonna belong honor. to Jesus. <laughs> your it. ass belongs to me. Yes. Why? <laughs> What do you mean, life? I don't got a wife. Oh, I love David Hello, State and Megadeth. My goodness. Goodness. <laughs> Hello, so, me. Actually, Meet that... the real me. Hello, me. This is the new me. Um, so that does bring up a point that I wanted to talk about really quick as we get to my favorite song of the album. Um, and that is, I, I find myself, like, when we listen to Megadeth and some of these older fucks that are complaining about the government, like, I was thinking about that, like, I, I'm so digging this album, and I'm not annoyed in the least by these idiots yelling about the government and Donald Trump and all of that. But <laughs> like, like I'm like, yeah, fuck the government, you know? Like I'm like I'm into it. I dig what they're saying, but I feel like these are young dudes who are supposed to be angry and obnoxious, and I and I you know and I'm happy that there's somebody out there making angry and obnoxious music because I do tend to enjoy it. But then I, I was thinking, like, didn't I complain earlier this year or, or last year, whenever it was we listened to the new Megadeth album, about, like, okay, old man Mustaine, stop complaining. And I know I've done that before, where, like, we've listened to these, like, older bands complaining about the government, and it's like, all right, shut up. You know, and I, I, I can't stand it. And it's like, okay, well, apparently I'm ageist, and I only like it when young morons complain about the government, and, and I'm not really into the old men who should know better. Oh, well, I mean, here's the thing. I'll give you my honest reaction. When I first heard the first song off of this album, I was like, oh, fuck. I've got to put up with these guys <laughs> bitching about. i got to put up with these kids bitching about how they don't want to you know, go back to where you came from. If you don't like it, get out of here. That's what I, you know, that, that was kind of like the mentality I had because they were going to bitch about the fact that they had to put up with all this stuff, the government doing this to us. And, the, you know, I, I'm just so mad about, well, then, you know, as I went through the album, I don't know, dude, maybe it's a combination of the music coming in there and providing that bit of, okay, well, what they're saying May I may not agree with, but I'll be damned if I don't like the way the song sounds. Uh, which is right. You, you know, there's plenty of songs out there that to, that that really are on that line of, oh gosh, you know, th- this guy's a fucking idiot. But damn, that's a damn good song. <laughs> so right, you know, right, they, yeah, they, and, that, and that that's kind of representative of what they could do throughout this whole album. So that's that's a tribute to be honest, to the good musicianship 
that they have in their favor. Albeit it may be repetitive at some points, but if they can make you like a song, but you don't like the message, that's that's a good that's a good job. All right, you want to? What's the last word on this, there, uh, Mr. Cooper? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I didn't mind the content as much, I guess, because I have to work around a bunch of old white men that really love them some Trump. So it doesn't bother me as much. Are you a millennial, Coop? I I guess you can say I fall in it, sure. Okay, all right. Well, what is it to guess? Well, look it up really quick, because millennials, that's an actual, like, like Generation X, you know, or the greatest generation. If you fall between a certain, uh, you know, being born during certain years, you are, in fact, a millennial. Someone want to look right. it up for me because I'm busy. I've got it right now. I'm busy. All right. Let's get it. Millennials, straight off Wikipedia, millennials, also known as Generation Y, are the demographic cohort following Generation X, believe it or not. There are no precise dates for when this cohort starts or ends. Demographers and researchers typically use the early 1980s as starting birth years and the mid-1990s to early 2000s as ending birth years. So, yes, Robert Cooper would definitely fall within one of those. Now, you're like like, me. The only time I – that's right. Only time saying, I ever hear anybody yeah. say millennials. Only time I ever hear anyone say millennial is usually in a negative connotation. <laughs> I I, re- I rarely feel like it's seen it's something seen as a good thing, which is yeah, funny it's because if it's no, indeed a because there's, there's no such thing as a good millennial. Yeah, you know I think it's funny though. <laughs> I I really feel like a. I feel like millennials get the same bad, like get a really bad rap, and which I mean, some of it's justified, sure, but I mean, I'd it's, say it's that it's all pretty justified. much. Eh, it's all I'll justified. Push you. Uh, I I'd <laughs> honestly say that like I don't see that much of a difference between millennials and like the young people of other generations. I mean, young people are going to be young people, old people are going to bitch about it. They're ruining America, blah blah blah. There I mean, is my dad used young... to tell me. My dad used to tell me, you know, like, I, your music's garbage. I'm like, yeah, your dad probably said the same thing. Congrats. <laughs> you know what I have to say to you know what I have to say about the young people? You just got knocked the fuck out. Sorry. Um, all right. <laughs> this is our second to last track of the night. This is the best track of the album. This is fucking amazing. Picture me in your living room waving a cane at you doing an old man shuffle. This is the house always wins.
room is any different now? You dumb enough to think that it's another system now? You living in another prison now? Different water, but you in the same position now. You think that both party leaders ain't living found? A hundred thousand troops is on another mission now. The deep pockets of corporate wealth is shifting now. You think that fundamental change is a decision now? The taxpayer funded travel is the same. Disaster that we call a foreign policy the same. Executive orders is still the same. Homeland security and borders is the same. Somebody need to take a shot at the machine. Learn to fix your own mess and not to innovate. The blind lead the blind vision to stake. How you left these motherfuckers with decisions to make, stupid. I, I may have to walk around work tomorrow telling everybody, you'll, you'll break, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I, I didn't wonder if <laughs> it's got to happen. Either the, the inmates or your coworkers know something sometimes is wrong with you, or at least know a podcast must have happened the night before. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's Mark again. He had a podcast last night. Oh, he's been listening There's to that out in the again. air. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it, it is a known fact that I'm a little touched. <laughs> you know, do I need to get I the doll it. to find out where? No. <laughs> oh Jeez. my. Where where are we going with this? Um. I love that song. That is just the best. I I raved about it earlier this year. I don't I don't necessarily need to go into it again. Just know that that, that song is is just fucking awesome. I love it. I love every bit of it. It's the greatest. It's such an aggressive, angry song. I love the lyrics to it. You know, you know, we're fucked no matter who we choose. Um you know, there, there's a sentiment there, which, you know, you very much, uh, you could absolutely, you could absolutely go along with that. You know, we're, no matter who, who you vote for, they don't look after your best interests. I mean, and I'm, I'm like, I don't need to get up on like my soapbox about it. It's if that's how you feel. Great. That's the song for you. If you don't feel that way, if you feel like, no, there are some good politicians out there and they are looking out for people, then great. You know, that's fine. But, you know, these people, they believe that no matter who, no, no matter who runs for president, no matter who you vote for, they don't look out for the little guy. And, you know, it's I'll tell you, the whole album, but especially that song, definitely definitely gets at the heart of what's going on in the national conversation uh, in, in a very, very basic way. So, you know, I dug it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I, uh, I really dug that. I, I felt like it was very uh, represent, representative of how this past election cycle went. I mean, I kind of felt like nobody gave a no matter who won, nobody gave a fuck about me, which is pretty much true. Like at the end of the day, eh, nobody usually gives a 
gives a flying fuck. It's usually kind of about self-interest or at least somebody's interests or interest groups or uh, interest <laughs> groups. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll yeah. go ahead. I'll step in here and I'll, I'll read uh, a, apparently a segment from an interview from the guitarist Tom Williams, and this was about the song. And again, I don't think it does much other than just support exactly what Mark has said about these guys and their political views. But here we go. It says, it almost seems that this election was begging for us to take a swing at it. We watched Trump bid for the Republican candidacy against people like Cruz and Christie. We watched Hillary actually steal the Democratic candidacy from a guy who was drawing millions of people around the country and funding his campaign off of millions of donations, averaging at $27 from real people. While Hillary was drawing crowds of less people than stay then stray from the path can draw at a random show in Tennessee. It was wrong. These two <laughs> candidates are wrong. A two-party program is wrong. We have a circus going on while Native Americans at the Dakota Access Pipeline are victims of terrorism at the hands of the oil companies that purchased this election. Not a word about it from anybody. No help. So you, you can clearly see. I mean, as, as if you couldn't tell by the lyrics, these guys are... Oh man, can I use a, a term such as politically woke? Coop, am I allowed? No. No. Uh, as a millennial, I, nope. I, I allow you to use the terminology. I got allowed. Shove it, Mark. I got as allowed. A, and as a Generation Xer, I'm going to override him and say, no, you can't, you old fuck. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. Christ, I don't. Unless, uh, unless you're talking past tense that you woke up. I don't want to hear you use the word woke again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm, you know, I can't Lord. wait for their next album to where they have a tribute to Al-Qaeda. To what? The <laughs> Al-Qaeda? You don't remember, you don't remember Al-Qaeda? Al-Qaeda, no. The, uh, what the fuck is the, Al-Qaeda? Uh, that was the group of like 60 militia people that had taken over some post or something. Sometime last year, it was like sixty like oh, white guys, guys in a militia. Yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. And they, they were nicknamed they, the Al Qaeda. Y'all, I'm looking <laughs> here. There it is. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Al Qaeda. the God, musical. First result on YouTube, by the way. Oh God. Fan fucking tastic. <laughs> God bless America. That's right. Yeah, I mean, uh, all right. Like I still, that's that's one thing I remember from that. Like at all, it's like, yep, Al Qaeda. That's a great name. Works. It does. All right, let's wrap this up here with our uh, last track. This is our title track only. Nothing is permanent, nothing is 
boy, I let that play too long. All right. Um, <laughs> whoops. I got a little Sometimes distracted. I sit there and I'm like, uh, and now the thing is, is that these songs, a lot of these songs are so short, you can't, you can't really gauge, and you're like, oh, shit. And then I start to worry, like, you may have fell asleep or something. I'm like, he wasn't, he wasn't yawning a, a second ago. And I'm like, okay. So he, <laughs> he finally hit the stop button. I, I was worried about you, Mark. Well, on the Jesse's final uh, Metal Hammer of Doom. <laughs> Jesse's done a lot of podcasts with me. He's like, oh, there's always the possibility I could be asleep. Um, <laughs> yes. That, 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 well, I still love the, still love the one. What's that noise? What is that damn noise? Who left the fan on? <laughs> I've had oh, a rough boy. year. Leave me alone. Um, all right. So. Overall, this has been one of my favorite albums this year. I absolutely love this. I I love just straight up fucking anger. You know, I mean, we we listen to a lot of like death metal and black metal on here. I listen to a lot of growling. Um, this one, you know, I I know Robert Cooper is not the hugest fan of like metalcore and stuff like that, but it does give rise to some beautifully angry, intense music. And I, I just had a ball listening to this. Uh, we've listened to a lot of, you know, we've done almost a show a week, every week since the year started. And I, I have to say, um, like with uh, Body Count and some of the other ones that we've done, this has probably been one of the more fun ones for me to listen to that didn't involve pirates. So, A, <laughs> I, I'm just going to go ahead and straight up give this one an A. I loved it. I, you know, look, was every song a zinger? No, but... Oh, overall, they they brought the intensity, they brought the anger, they brought the fire, they they brought that punk rock spirit, that political intrigue. Uh, it just it's just a great fun album um, for you to scream, you know, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me, government. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll go next, Coop. Here we go. Um, all right. Look, Straight From the Path is unequivocally divisive. You're not going to be able to give this album to Uncle Jesse down there who's, who's you know, possibly uh, rather right-wing, all right? Well, just put that out there. Uh, I don't know. That might even come on the CD case. Do not give this to your, white, your right-wing uncle. But... You're white wing. I mean, really, you're white, white wing. you want your uncle with the, you want your uncle with the dark meat. Oh no, <laughs> Coop. I just want to say that you have you said a lot of things that have taken me by surprise tonight. That's one of them. Um, burning churches is probably another. <laughs> probably one of the most offensive things I've ever heard you say. <laughs> You know, I was sitting in the break room at work, and I was like, yeah, you know, we oh, got that's that one manager. He's like young guy, long hair with a beard. And this one day I came up and looked at the other manager. I'm like, oh, hello, fearless leader and leader, and leader of the Israelites. <laughs> and then one night I can't – and then one day somebody else was like, I'm closing with the queen of Lowe's. And I said, and the king of the Jews. Oh, my god! Like, How are you not fired? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's, there is yeah, it's no filter. Offensive. It's a good joke. And they're there like is- – Oh shit! That's kind of blasphemous. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. And then, Whoops. And then you say blast for me, blast for you, blast for everybody in the world. 
Oh, eh? wow. But the Jews. Oh. <laughs> anyway, back to back to back to wait, please. Let me finish. Uh, this album gets a thumbs up. I was very pleased with uh, there's there's quite a few songs on here. I really like uh, I'm glad I had the opportunity to listen to them for the first time. This is a good album, I think, to to be introduced. These guys have been around for a while, though, so I may have to check out some of the back catalog. I'm curious as to whether their uh, their songs previously are somewhat as politically charged as this one one of the things i remember josh calandris saying is that when a republican gets in office metal seems to pick take it up a few more notches well, i'll tell you what if this is representative of what we're going to be getting in the next like four years holy shit all right ladies and gentlemen i turn it over to thank you Robert donald Cooper. trump <laughs> blame trump <laughs> everyone everyone thank you trump kid thanks trump thank you trump yeah, thanks, Trump. <laughs> uh, yeah, as for this album, uh, I give it a solid four to five. Uh, not everything is like, not everything super engaging, but what hits really hits. Uh, and it is uh, the bee's knees, kids. Uh, a lot of, I mean, sure, there's a lot of left wing uh, propaganda stuff in here. You know, it's, it's not quite it. Well, I don't know. It might be on that MSNBC level. Since MSNBC is left wing Fox News, let's be honest. Uh, though, interestingly enough, uh, um, former MSNBC contributor Melissa Harris-Perry uh, shops at my store like once a week. She's cool people. Yeah. I talk with, I talk with her regularly. She's, uh, she's, she's cool people. Regularly. Cool. Like when she, I see her like once a month. She's pretty neat. Uh, she's at Wake Forest now. Cooper's but, got uh, a crush. Cooper's got a yeah, crush. You, you got a chance? Well, no, actually, I did ask out a cashier, and uh, she's like, oh, I have a boyfriend. And my way of getting out of this uh, was absolutely fantabulous, because my exact words were, huh, I didn't, uh, I don't know why I didn't expect that as an option. Shit. Uh, and then I just kind of just half-assed put a thumbs up there. I'm like, good job. Congratulations. <laughs> she's like, for what? I'm like, you have a boyfriend. Uh, good, good, good job. Good on you. Uh, oh, that's that walked off. That is awful. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. I didn't know. Uh, I, I, I didn't can, expect it. I can like, feel Oof. your penis shriveling <laughs> as, as you're telling me this story. <laughs> oh oh God. Yeah, it, Your Audi has become an innie, sir. <laughs> Oh, it was man. so bad, but you know what? Like in terms of in terms of things that only I would say, I feel that's on the list because that was so fucking felt like I made it really awkward. Which she was like, I saw, I've talked to her since. Like she's cool, we're cool. Just, I was I'm like, sure oh yeah, thinks, she did just finish college. I'm sure. If you, I'm sure if you're hearing that, she thought you were like a special needs kid. Well, oh, no, she's gotten. She has gotten more or less the uh, all the wide range that my jokes offer. So she knows what I'm capable of. God bless that poor girl. But uh, and she rolls her eyes a lot at my really shitty puns. But no, I was just like, oh shit, because I forgot that like a lot of people, you know, meet uh, their significant others in college. So uh, holy shit, she's getting taken by the bed, huh? Did she get falling asleep, bitch? Sorry, the movie's working. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it was just it was really awkward, but uh, 
it's, 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 it gives something for the stand-up, you know, because I got plenty of ammo for the stand-up. Are you watching now that Death I'm working, Bed, the bed that you No, no, I'm, I'm still watching The Beast, which, you know, uh, watching okay. silent movies, I get really, like, it's one of those things, I'm like, oh, it's definitely interesting. Which is the second one I've watched for Halloween. The first one was the, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, which uh, it had a really awesome twist ending, which I was like, what the fuck? They're doing this in 1919? Like, you know, it's like, holy shit. Who just who saw that coming? A, Nobody did. What a twist. All right, folks, this has been the, uh, the Metal Hammer of Doom. Let, let's, let's get into plugs here. Uh, as Jesse said earlier last week, we covered the new Marilyn Manson album. Go ahead and give that a listen. Um, yesterday on the, the Damn You Hollywood, a listen. Yesterday on Damn You Hollywood. He's too big. Uh, we reviewed Geostorm uh, this uh-huh. week on the Source Material podcast. We looked at Planet Hulk. And tomorrow, if, if, if Sean can actually get his. Uh, calling worked out we are going to do an on trial for halloween three season of the witch god that was terrible uh next week we got uh damn you hollywood jigsaw on halloween this metal hammer of doom will be doing our halloween show november 1st we'll be looking at motorhead undercover and that's pretty much all i have uh right now jesse go ahead and do your plugs Ah, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, go give that Rattlich in Broadcasting Network Facebook page a like to stay up on top of all the great podcasts that we have to offer. We usually try to post them over there so you can stay up on top of them and catch them there at the Facebook. Everybody uses Facebook. Come on. What are you doing? Go ahead and like it. Stay up. You know, stay with it. Uh, If not, you can just go to an old webpage called blogtalkradio.com and subscribe. Just search Rattlich. And subscribe to the Rattlich and Broadcasting Network. We got all sorts of things. I got to update some stuff here. We got all a whole bunch of wrestling content. I'm sure that's going to be coming at you from w2mnet.com. Uh, we just had what was it? Uh, TLC just hit this past Sunday, and we had uh, we also got football podcasts that show up on there. If you like wrestling, we got wrestling. Uh, you could check out my podcast there source material it's about comic books it's like it's like a it's like a book club for comic book nerds we sit down and we discuss a storyline that has occurred and and how it affected us deeply and emotionally and sometimes made us cry or you get to hear mark singing <laughs> and that happens this is yes. planet hulk na, da, 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 calling planet hulk there it was that was right and you can check that out. Yeah, Planet Hulk dropped this past uh, this past Monday. So uh, be also on the lookout. Ronnie Adams, Mark Radlich, myself, and the MVP of the Radlich and Broadcasting Network, Pat Mullen, recorded a commentary episode uh, for Screaming Boys Return. And that commentary was on the 30-year anniversary of the movie Monster Squad. Yes, Mark Radlich's favorite junior high movie he loved it couldn't wait to watch it again uh had nothing but glowing things to say about it and <laughs> i may be embellishing right. just a little bit <laughs> maybe embellishing that <laughs> no we we had a good time we talked about wiener schnitzel and, and and just all sorts of fun stuff 
So you can keep an eye out. That'll probably release, I would imagine, sometime around Halloween. Or if Ronnie Adams gets it, gets it edited and up and ready to rock and roll, you may see it sooner than that. Other than that, you can follow me at Stiznarkey on Twitter if you wish to do so. I turn it over to you, Robert Cooper. Is MVP most valuable, Pat? <laughs> Is he the only one? We don't have any other Pats on here. We got two Roberts. Only one Pat, Exactly. Right? Yeah, he's the most valuable. Right, he's, sure. the most, he's the most valuable <laughs> pet. So, uh, plugs. This podcast, I'm on it. We do stuff. Yeah. Then you got a Sentai Rider podcast, a podcast I've not done in what is three years now. That's right, kids. Uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com. So, Sentai Rider podcast. That is S E N T A R I D R podcast. Oh yeah, take us out too. Uh, at least I'm watching it again. That's cool. I just had to. I'm just taking a break because of uh, horror movies. Hell, I just finished uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's King of Pro Wrestling uh, the other night. Finally sat down and just trucked through all like three and a half hours of it. It was a little better than TLC was. I mean, TLC had 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 AJ Styles and Finn Balor, and then Kurt Angle. Returned, even though in that shield gear he just looked like a Make a Wish kid. <laughs> oh, a really old Make a Wish kid. Let's be honest. Like he just looked really yeah, weird. So it it, it it was a little so off. Uh, well, yeah, that that was a thing. Uh, W2Mnet.com, as we already <laughs> plugged. Uh, I was on their preview guide for Kings of Pro Wrestling, and I'll probably be on their preview guide for uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Power Struggle event. Uh, because I pretty much am responsible for a few blurbs every time. Uh, and then finally, scrapingthebottom.com. My buddy Kevin Merrill's uh, podcast, which I was on like twice, and I'll totally be on some other time, but fuck, that's a 40-minute drive for like an hour-long podcast. And then 40 Ooh. minutes back. Damn. Yeah, it's a bit much. It's a bit much. So, uh, eh, I don't know. Well, uh, I've talked to him though, because uh, like it was a fun time, even though I didn't listen to. I never listen to my own podcast because I have 113 hours of podcasts on a playlist on this phone. So yeah, and, and even though I've Mark Radliched it and li- put it at one and a half uh, speed, still not getting it done <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> time to it's bump it up to two. I can I can tell you oh. that I downloaded. Uh, it's called it's oh crap. It's called Overcast, and you can go to three, my friend. Three speed. I don't think one and a half is sometimes kind of overdoing it a lot of times because it's like, especially when people laugh, it just sounds like, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, little, <laughs> it's a, it's a little weird, a little weird sometimes. But I mean, it's it's all right. I know there's like a skip silence option that's really handy on it. There's a app called Podcast Addict, but like, because I, I have like 22 podcasts I'm subscribed to. Yeah, it gets to be a little much, especially when the podcasts are sometimes two hours long. Yeah, it gets, uh, especially because at home I'm, like, listening to a lot of YouTube, which really cuts into that. Mm. Darn you, YouTube. Why do you have so many interesting videos on the NBA, even though I don't watch the NBA much? Huh. <laughs> and it's kind of like, you know, when you're up at 3 a.m. and you're like, ho, 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 I'm going to be on Wikipedia reading about, uh, the fucking stamen of a plant. Like, you know, I'm going to find everything I can about that. <laughs> Welcome to... What are you talking Welcome about? 
I'm I'm talking about like that rabbit hole you go down at 3 a.m. on Wikipedia where you're just reading about shit that you like never would read about otherwise. Like you know parts of the plan, like the same. Okay. I, I yep. by the way I've got I've got Y'all Kata, the musical running in the background here. It's 20 minutes no. long. And Is it and wonderful? it has and it has subtitles. So feel free. To hop in there because it looks like it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. All right. Well, I, I, see, I that's what know. I'm here for. <laughs> Y'all kind of the musical. So, <laughs> <laughs> Next week, God, we just made undercover. Jesse laugh like an old prospector. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back next week. For Robert Cooper and Jesse Starcher, I am your mandated reporter, Mark Rattledge. Frankly, I'm mortified. Be well, be safe, and be here. The statement is a very important plan. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.